The following is another Power 99 sports presentation. KKPR Sports presents high school basketball. Second free throw on the way. And that one skips in and out, no good. Fighting for the rebound, has it. Kicks it out for a three-pointer. Stewart hits it. Second three for Stewart. Today, a trip to the girls' state tournament is on the line as the Loomis Wolves take on the Mullen Broncos. High school basketball and KKBR is brought to you by the Power 99 Sports Club. Gives it off to Crandall. Ball deflected and Loomis keeps it. Dribble drive, back cut, grab, shoot, score. Now Loomis is back up by five. After snapping a 15-year drought at state last year, Loomis looks to make it back-to-back trips. Mullen has been state-rated throughout the year, and a win tonight sends them to Lincoln for the third straight year. It's the Broncos and the Wolves coming up next, but first, it's the Hogemeyer Hybrids pregame show. We'll take you live to Brady High School with Power 99 Sports Director Doug Duda right after this word from Hogemeyer Hybrids. This broadcast is made possible by Terry and Jason Stark, your Hogemeyer Independent Representatives. Hogemeyer has over 80 years of legacy in products, service, and performance. While winning isn't everything at the high school level, it sure makes things a lot more interesting. To put a winning team to work for you with deep roots and a shared vision, call Terry and Jason Stark of Cutting Edge Seed and Chemical, your Hogemeyer Independent Representatives. 627-1064. And good evening, everyone, from Brady High School. Power 99's continuing coverage of district girls basketball takes us to tonight's D14 D24 championship game between the Mullen Broncos and the Loomis Lady Wolves. Doug Duda along with our producer engineer Cannon Rath glad to have you along with us for tonight's basketball action. Mullen is on a 16 game winning streak, a team that's 23 and 2 led by UNK signee Samantha Moore and they are going to be a handful tonight for Loomis. Moore coming into the ball game Averaging 16 and a half points per ball game. They've also got some height with a couple of six-footers out there. For Loomis, they're five and two in their last seven games, and both of those losses coming to D1 number one Pleasanton. This is the Hogemeyer Hybrids pregame show. We already put one game in a book here from Brady as South Platte defeated Shelton 39-31 to get their first ever trip to the state tournament. Got a barn burner, even though it's low scoring, going on right now on 12:30 a.m. KHAS. With three minutes to go in the game, Hastings, St. Cecilia, and Bishop Newman are tied at 24. At the half, Grand Island Central Catholic was leading Louisville 27 to 14. Sutton had a 31, uh, excuse me, Centennial had a 34-31 lead over Sutton going into the fourth quarter. And earlier tonight, it was Ravenna falling to uh, Nebraska City Lords in Aurora by a score of 47 to 40. There's another game there as well. Gothenburg and Lincoln Lutheran are getting ready to battle. Also want to remind you, we've got a pair of boys games. We're back here for Loomis boys action tomorrow in Brady. They're going to play Potter Dix. Potter Dix and Loomis tomorrow at 3 here on Power 99. That'll be followed by Amherst and Chase County at 6 o'clock down in McCook. Also tomorrow, Elm Creek will be in action. They will be uh, moving on after getting beat last night. They received one of the wild cards. And for uh, Elm Creek, they will take on Walt Hill at 7 o'clock at Cross County uh, tomorrow night. And also in D2, Silver Lake will play O'Neill St. Mary's in Ord tomorrow at 4 o'clock. We'll take a break, be back and look at the starting lineups and get you ready for Loomis and Mullen in this D2 Girls District Championship right after this. 
I remember vividly when I knew I was going to be a nurse. When I was eight years old, my grandmother died from cancer. And from that point on, I always said, I'm going to be a nurse someday, and I'm going to try and make a difference. My first job was on the oncology unit here at Mary Lanning and uh, outpatient surgery. And then I also worked in cardiopulmonary, which is where I am today. I think the thing that I love most about being a nurse, we're in a unique position where we are with people during some of the happiest times of their lives, some of the scariest times, and some of the saddest times. And I just like being able to make a difference. So I can't imagine being any place else other than Mary Lanny. I'm Regina Anderson, RN, Manager of Cardiac Diagnostics and Cath Lab at Mary Lanning Healthcare. Mary Lanning Healthcare, your care, our inspiration. Our injury report is brought to you by Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back into the game of life with two locations in Kearney. Good news, everybody's here, everybody's healthy. They've went through their injuries, they've went through any sickness or COVID, and they are at full strength for tonight's game. Our injury report brought to you by Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center in Kearney. Nebraska softball split their doubleheader today with Indiana. In basketball, it's an off night for area teams. The Creighton men will play Xavier tomorrow. The Nebraska men and women are both home tomorrow. Men have Minnesota on senior night at 5. The women, Michigan State at 1. UNK goes down to Missouri Western to wrap up the regular season. It will be final game for the men. The women will be advancing on to the MIAA tournament. Of course, volleyball wiped out over the weekend for the Huskers against the number one team in the country. And for UNK volleyball, they will be in action in Wichita for a couple of games against Oklahoma opponents uh, out of the MIAA. Loper wrestling team is in the Super Regionals in Grand Junction, Colorado Sunday. The Loper track teams are at the MIAA going on at Topeka. Hastings softball playing on the road tomorrow. Hastings baseball, a four-game series in Kansas as well. Right now, it's time for the starting lineups brought to you by Five Points Bank. The better bank in Kearney. First off for the Lady Broncos of Mullen, number three. Five-foot-nine-inch junior is Shelby Welsh. Number 11, the six-foot senior is Samantha Moore. Averages 16.5 points per basketball game, and she also is going to be able to pull down five-and-a-half rebounds. Number 13, 5'8", senior is Kylie Licking. Number 22, 5'8", junior is Taylor Sabota. She pulls down 11 points a game. And number 45, six-foot senior, Brooke McCauley. The head coach is Clint Swoboda, assisted by Trisha Vess, Kay Dent, and Gracie Ginkins. 23-2, a 16-game winning streak, ranked fifth in the state. They lost to Valentine early in the year by four, and then by two to Maywood Hayes Center, who was 23-2 in the Paxton Holiday Tournament, and they have not lost since. For the Loomis Lady Wolves, number two is a five-foot four-inch junior. That is Georgia Crandall. Number three is the leading scorer for this basketball team, Lexi Billiter, a former Platte River Preps Athlete of the Month, a 5'10 senior, gets you 14.5 points a game. Number 10, a 5'9 senior, is Sam Sheffer. Number 12 is a 5'5 sophomore, Jersey Hermanson. And number 22, a 5'10 junior, Hannah Stewart. The head coach is Derek Billiter, assisted by Allison Perry. Loomis is 14-11 and 11 on the season. They started 0-4. They won four in a row split games in the holiday tournament, and then back and forth. But over the uh, last month, starting with the win against Southwest, they are 8-3, and three, two of those losses coming to Pleasanton and one to Franklin. And those are the starting lines brought to you by Five Points Bank, 
the Better Bank in Kearney. We'll be ready to get things underway between the Wolves of Loomis and the Broncos of Mullen in the D24 Girls District Championship right after this on KKPR-FM, Kearney, Loomis, Atlanta, Holdridge, and the World Wide Web at PlatteRiverPreps.com. This broadcast is made possible in part and proudly sponsored by Billiter Trucking and Billiter Farms of Loomis. We appreciate all the hard work and dedication of our area athletes, coaches, and parents. You work hard every day to be the best you can be. Teamwork is key in everything you do in and out of the game. Billiter Trucking and Billiter Farms, a very proud supporter of all the area teams. Best of luck and go Loomis Wolves. 37 Ag in Holdridge proudly sponsors this broadcast. At 37 Ag, we strive to use cutting-edge technology and management practices to feed and fuel a growing population for the next generation. 37 Ag owner Blake Johnson and family would like to wish the Lewis High School athletes good. We place to listen or download podcasts of the game that our Platte River radio stations broadcast from as far back as five years are at PlatteRiverPreps.com. Bookmark PlatteRiverPreps.com. Download the free Platte River radio app so you're connected. We never forget a great game at PlatteRiverPreps.com, powered by Platte River Radio. You've been listening to the Hogemeyer Hybrids pregame show. Contact our friends at Hogemeyer Hybrids, Terry and Jason Stark. The ball is in the air. A little battle for it here on the opening tip, and it'll come down to Loomis. Lexi Billiter with it over on the left wing to Sam Schemper. Mullen comes out in a man-to-man defense. Billiter working down low, guarded by Brooke McCulley in this man-to-man. Sam Moore want to know where she's at, wearing number 11 out there. She's going to come out, and she is going to be guarding the point guard, Georgia Crandall, switching off on her, a travel. So Loomis trying to get something set up here on their first possession. Ends up walking with the basketball. So you got Derek Billiter coaching the girls, Drew coaching the boys. They're both trying to get to the state tournament district finals today and tomorrow as Mullen will bring the ball across the timeline with Moore. Also man-to-man here for Loomis. Maybe a little outsized. We'll see how they handle the man-to-man as Kylie Licking hands it off to Moore. Moore around the screen, dribbles behind the hoop, kicks it into the corner for a three-pointer. Sobota fires it up. It is no good. Long rebound, fought for, and it's grabbed there. Sobota was able to grab her own miss, kicks it back out for another three-pointer by Moore. It's no good. The ball then goes out of bounds off of Loomis. Talking with Coach Billiter before the game about how to stop this Mullen offense, and uh, I told him one of the things you got to do is you got to be able to rebound the basketball. Don't give up multiple chances here. And on an inbound, Sobota for three, all the way down and back through. It didn't want to, but Taylor Sobota gets Mullen on the board, and they lead it by a score of three to nothing, and they put the pressure on. Obviously, Loomis has to handle this pressure. Our seats of success brought to you by your Impact Ag partners, Craig Weeches and Todd Travis, Pioneer Seeds as the ball is stolen away behind the back by Swoboda to get through the double team, and she'll score. What a move there by Swoboda. She's got the first two buckets here for Mullen. What a great behind-the-back move, and this pressure is giving Loomis some trouble. And it's not that they haven't seen pressure this year, so they have to be able to handle it. Score updates for you. At the end of the first quarter, Wood River 14, South Loop 5, Pleasanton 17, Dundee County Stratton 3. Loomis breaks the pressure. Two on one. They get it up the floor. Crandall has her shot blocked. Shelby Welsh was the one in the two on one, and she blocked it away. Broken Bow and Columbus Scotus are tied at 10 at the end of one, and Hastings St. Cecilia wins a low scoring game over Bishop Newman, scoring the final six points to win it 30 to 24. Loomis on the inbound will get it out to Jersey Hermanson. 
trying to spread the floor, give themselves some room. But when you have this length, 5'11", 6'6", and Mullen can handle the ball at that, it is a tough task. And Loomis has got to find a way to score some points. You may see a lot of threes if Loomis gives them the room. Billiter up front. She's guarded out here by Brooke McCulley. Again, the pass knocked away. Loomis got to work on some ball fakes because they're overplaying the ball for Mullen. If you give them a pump fake with the basketball, they're going to jump. You're going to get a back cut. Billiter with it. Nearly carried the basketball, brings it into the high post and kicks it back out to Stewart. We're looking for a shot for Loomis. Driving in, a little bump there. Licking, put her arm in the back of Jersey Hermanson. Back out top, they'll go to Crandall. Georgia right side, three-pointer on the way and good for Sam Shepard. First shot of the game is a three-point bucket here for Loomis. Fast break the other way. Loomis didn't get back. The layup is good by Shelby Welsh. And it's 7-3 for this Mullen team. They average about 51 a game. That is not where Loomis is at there in the low 40s. As Billiter will bring it across the timeline. A lot of room here. Sagging off her is McCauley. They need to set some screens for her on a screen and roll. They'll kick it into the right wing to Hermanson. Hermanson holds the ball to Stewart. Hannah back up top. And they'll spread the floor again, but Mullen really applying some good pressure. They can't get the ball to Billiter. They'll give it to Crandall, and a timeout going to be called here by Loomis. Head coach Billiter wants to talk to his young ladies. Our timeout brought to you by ENT Physicians of Kearney with 5.03 to go in the first quarter of play. It is Mullen 7, Loomis 3. Mid-States Insurance Agency in Elm Creek is a proud sponsor of this broadcast and wish all of the area athletes good luck in their competition. Stop into Mid-States Insurance Agency in Elm Creek and see how Chad Messersmith and Mid-States Insurance can serve you. They will help you with all of your insurance needs, including auto, home, farm, life, and commercial insurance. Call 308-856-4913 or stop in their Elm Creek office at 121 North Tyler Street. Got an overtime game in girls' district action tonight. Sutton and Centennial tied at 43 as they go to overtime. Back here at Brady. Again, a big thank you to Andy Seaman, Matt, and the gang here for their hospitality. Doubleheader today. The Loomis boys back here tomorrow. And Loomis off the timeout nearly turned it over. They've subbed in Brooklyn Weiss, the freshman. She needs some help. Gets it out here to Crandall. Back up top they'll go. Hermanson. Standing flat-footed is going to really hurt Loomis. They are looking too much, and Mullen's able to get all over them when they do that. High post. They've actually got Billiter on the bench right now. Top of the circle, Crandall. Crandall, left side of the key, has it knocked out of her hands. They're going to get a jump ball. The arrow will point the way of Mullen because Loomis did win the opening tip. That'll be the third turnover here for the Wolves. Get a lot of basketball. Of course, the state tournament begins on Wednesday. For all of the classes outside of A and a couple games in B. Then these D2 semifinals Thursday. Here is Moore. She'll try a three, and she banked it in from the right wing. That was not her best effort, but it went through, and that's kind of one where if you're Loomis, you just go, come on. (laughs) So 10 to 3 here. Mullen up by 7 after the banked in three. Billiter's going to check in for Hermanson. And full court pressure being faced here by the Wolves. They broke it once and then had their layup blocked, and they throw it away. On the inbound, it's just picked right off. Fourth turnover underneath the short jumper off the glass and in by Taylor Swoboda. And there's five quick ones for Mullen that you don't want to see if you're Loomis. Ball into the hands of the front court. Crandall bounce pass underneath. Bobbling. Weiss got the shot up. It won't go. 
Moore will bring down the rebound here for the Broncos. Push it down the middle of the floor. Long outlet pass now finds Welsh. She brings it into the paint. They have to grab her on the arm. She'll go to the line and shoot two. So out of the Loomis timeout, Mullen turned up the intensity. And they've got a chance to take a 7-0 run here. The foul called on Georgia Crandall will be her first. That is the first of the game on either team. And the free throw is on the way. And it hits the front of the rim and crawls in for Shelby Welsh. A 10-point lead here for Mullen. 3.38 to go in the first quarter. And it is 13-3. Broncos looking solid. Not much depth for Loomis. Running a sixth player in is all. Second free throw in and out. No good. A little over the back there for Mullen. And they're going to say it's slapped off Billiter. It'll be Mullen basketball. Coble was able to keep it alive there for Mullen. So the Wolves will be here on defense against this Mullen offense. And Swoboda, another quick jumper from 14. No good. Rebound brought down by Crandall. All the way at the top of the key. She wanted the run out. And then she flat lost the basketball on the dribble. Loomis, some unforced turnovers here. Trying to get up the floor. This pressure is bothering him. Moore from way downtown. All net. Mullen, 16-3. They've hit their last three threes. They've opened it up on a 9-0 run. Crandall in the paint. Back out to Billiter. Billiter starts to drive on Moore. Got fire in the layup. Off the front of the rim. No good. Got her own rebound. She'll put it back up and this time score it. Selexi Billiter with her first bucket of the basketball game and then Mullen didn't take the ball out of bounds properly. They stepped over the baseline and they're going to be dinged for the turnover. Jason Perzina, Shannon Pogendorf, Tyler Daly, our Kearney area officiating crew here tonight. An 11 point lead for Mullen. Inbounds pass slapped away. Stays here with Loomis. Again, we've also got Pleasanton's game on 92.1 FM and 1460 AM ESPN. A big first quarter lead over Dundee County Stratton. Inbounds pass right corner to Sam Shemper. She hit a three earlier. Can't get this one away. Dribbles into the double team. Back out front, she'll find Hannah Stewart. Stewart drives, throws it off the window and in from nine feet away. Nice play by Hannah Stewart. And maybe Loomis will start to settle in here a little bit. Not be afraid to take the shot. Baseball pass to the other end and wide open underneath. Hannah Marshall, but she waits too long and then gets her shot blocked by Hannah Stewart. Billiter gets the loose ball all the way at court, and Sam Moore fouled her. That was a crazy play. They threw a baseball pass against that pressure. Mullen had a two-on-none and just kind of got turned around where they were on the floor. Didn't realize how close they were to the basket, and by that time, Hannah Stewart got back, blocked the shot. The Central Catholic girls advance to state 38-30 tonight over Louisville. Again, Ravenna was beaten earlier. So was Shelton here at Brady. Ball knocked out of bounds. Soboda's been all over the place here for Mullen early on. The junior had the first five points. She's got seven. She's got a couple of steals. She's wreaking havoc all over the place. And Loomis will inbound it at midcourt. They'll get it to Georgia Crandall, and Mullen will give him a little bit of room, and Billiter from outside the three-pointer is no good. Rebound pulled down in the paint, but the putback that time by Shepper. It's going to be blocked by Taylor Swoboda. The ball goes out of bounds, and it'll stay with Mullen. Nice job inside again, Swoboda. We've mentioned her name a lot, and that's the thing with Mullen. They may not go overly deep either, and they haven't beaten many teams with winning records. 
but boy, they can move the ball around. Here's a three for Licking, left wing. That one is no good. That snaps their streak of making three in a row. The ball gets down low. We're going to get a jump ball between Swoboda and Crandall. The arrow does point the way of Loomis, so they'll take it over. 141 to go here in the first quarter. Mullins 16 and Loomis 7. Loomis against the full court pressure. Gets into the hands of Hermeson, and she outlets it way over the head of Crandall. Sixth turnover for Loomis. Right idea, just have to execute that a little bit better. Maybe throw towards the middle of the floor so you have some room to work with because once you throw over the top, it's two on one. And, yes, the one is in the middle, but you can cut to the ball. Moore hands it off here to Swoboda. Uses a high ball screen inside to Moore. Turnaround jumper was guarded well. No good. The ball deflected out long. Picked up here by Licking, and she's fouled. Kylie will go to the line and shoot two. Loomis played that well, but Sam Moore not going to take a shot like that very often. It really clanked off the glass. And the foul called here on Hannah Stewart. So two free throws now for Licking, and the senior puts the first one up and in. Again, a lot of questions about when you get to state, do they reseed? You know, they'll take the top eight as they go. So just because you're the number four seed, you could end up being the number two when you get down to Lincoln. Checking in is Shelby Walsh again. And the free throw is on the way off the back of the iron and in. So Licking hits them both. 18-7 Mullen, and they have trapped Lexi Billiter in the corner, tries to throw it off a leg, and it's taken away. Put up underneath. Shot no good by Licking. Offensive rebound, and Licking's fouled. Brooke McCauley was the one that made the steal and gave them an easy chance to score underneath. It'll have to be earned at the line after Lexi Billiter committed her first foul. And Kylie, who just made two, is back there for two more. And the first free throw is on the way, and it's good. Mullins, just a good basketball team. They're a good, good basketball team. Second free throw, both their girls and boys trying to get there just like Loomis. Second free throw is good. So looking 4-4, 20-7, the lead back to 13. Billiter, they're clearing it out for her, but she cannot bring it up by herself, so she finds Shepper. Sam in the backcourt is fouled. They got a little too aggressive that time. And the foul call before she could get across the timeline. Looks like it's on Moore. So that would be the second on Sam Moore. She has both of the fouls on Mullen. She'll come out with 57 seconds to go in the first quarter, and Lindy Coble will come back in. 20-7, Mullen. Lubus basketball. And with it is Billiter. Lexi with one bucket so far in the game. Gets it over on the right wing to Hermeson. Can't work off that screen. Shemper with it. Skip pass deflected. Crandall picked it up, though. Great job to hustle out that one in the paint. Gets it over to Hannah Stewart and banks in a 25-footer. Hannah Stewart threw it up from 25 feet, and she banked it in. Whatever it takes. Mullen banked one in. Now Loomis banks one in. 20 to 10. 20 seconds to go in the first quarter. Wide open. They'll let the three fly for licking. It's in and out. No good. Rebound out to the high post. We're going to get another tie-up. Crandall is there again, tying up McCauley. This time the arrow points a Mullen way, so they'll get it with 15 seconds to go underneath their own hoop. To throw it in is Kylie Licking. Looks in the paint, now kicks it out top. Sobota catch and shoot three. Wow, it is good. She had a hand in her face and just arched it right over the top. 
And then Loomis turns it over on the inbounds. It's put back up here. Still plenty of time. Swoboda misses it one more time. The shot no good. And finally, the quarter will come to an end. And a good finish by Mullen. It's the Wolves 20, excuse me, the Broncos 23, the Loomis Wolves 10. You're listening to the D2 District Basketball Championship here on Power 99 and PlatteRiverPreps.com. Our internet streaming brought to you by Barney Insurance, Carney, Lexington, Holdridge, and Lincoln. Whether you're talking sports or farming, one thing is the same. You need power. Think Husker Power products for propane, natural gas, and diesel irrigation engines customized to your needs. When you require irrigation power, parts, or timely service, think Husker Power products. Your provider of GM-powered natural gas and LP high-efficiency irrigation engine and fuel-efficient Isuzu diesel engines. Call 402-463-1531 for Husker Power products of Hastings. Your full-service irrigation engine headquarters. Now, also located in Sutton. Mother Nature always has a way of delivering a few surprises. That's why your Nutrient Ag Solutions retailer is always standing by. Formerly serving you as crop production services, we're the same faces you've relied on for years, but now more capable than ever, no matter what comes your way. Delivering access to the resources of the world's largest ag retailer with local growing guidance and expertise. We're more than an unwavering partner. We're the first choice in the field to help you get the most out of yours. And we're ready to start the second quarter of play. Loomis will get the ball here, trailing 23-10 to 10 as we open the second quarter. Billiter tries to find some room, lobs it inside to Hermison, and she'll be fouled. And that'll be the third team foul on Mullen. First of the game on Kylie Licking. Taylor Soboda, 10 points in that first quarter for Mullen as they're able to take a 23-10 to 10 lead. Working around here for the Wolves to Shepper. Back out of the left wing to Stewart. Inside, short jumper is good for Jersey Hermanson. Her first bucket of the ball game. Hannah Stewart has five of their points. Fast break the other way. Tripping as Shelby Wells stepped on a foot, threw it up. It went out of bounds. And Mullen, with just the one turnover in the first quarter, gets their second one there. Might call that a shot, but it ended up going out of bounds. Maybe we should call that a shot. She threw it up towards the rim anyway, so we'll, that's what we'll do. Inbound to Billiter. Lexi bounce pass up front, gets it to Crandall. Crandall, her outlet pass picked off. That's the ninth turnover for Loomis. Now Moore with an errant bounce pass, trying to get it underneath to McCulley, and it's picked off there by Schemper. Billiter brings it up right down the middle of the lane. She's going to draw the foul. Sam Moore, who doesn't guard her in the man-to-man, has two fouls, so she's trying to play a little cautious, let her go by. And Billiter will shoot the first free throw of the evening for the Lady Wolves. The foul on Taylor Savota, her first. And the team's fourth. And the first free throw now for Lexi Billiter. And Loomis is going to need a bunch of these tonight. It's on the way, and it is in and out no good. Our postseason basketball brought to you by Nutrient Ag Solutions for innovative technologies, local expertise, best-in-class solutions, and service to help you lead the field this season and beyond Nutrient Ag Solutions. At the half, Wood River leading South Loop, 27-16. Second free throw, no good. Shemper got underneath for position, but the ball off her hands and out of bounds. Halftime, Pleasanton leaving, no doubt. They lead Dundee County Stratton, 40-9. Also at the half, Broken Bow and Columbus Scotus are tied at 18. 
Here we're a minute into the second quarter, 23-12, Dundee County Stratton. Moore fires a three. It's over everything that time. They were four of eight in the first quarter, but another offensive rebound by Taylor Swoboda. Swoboda on the right wing, picked up there by Hermanson. Dribbles out, goes deep into the right-hand corner to Moore, throws over the top of the zone here for Licking. Kylie into the paint and throws it up and in, and she's going to draw the foul. Coach Pilliter was hoping that they were going to get a travel. One hand was on the basketball by the Loomis defender. The second hand was on the arm. And powering through for her first field goal was Licking. She's already four for four at the line. The foul on Georgia Crandall will be her second. Licking's free throw is on the way, and it's good. Five for five at the line, completes the three-point play. Loomis throws it away on the inbound. Moore gives it off to Sobota, missed the jumper. Rebound Moore, she'll lay it up and in. Eight points now for Samantha Moore, who had a couple, and she steals it again, and they need a timeout. She's fouled. Loomis has to call a timeout. They are being eaten up by this press. Samantha Moore. We'll go to the line to shoot two, eight points. Second foul on Hannah Stewart. And Luba's got to be real careful right here. Now the official's discussing to see if it's on Stewart or if it's on Crandall. They don't want it on Crandall. She's already got two. Second, two free throws coming up here for Moore. And her first one of the evening is up and in. 29 to 12. She just looks like a basketball player. A 9-2 run right now by Mullins. Second free throw. Good. It's a 10-2 run. And that makes it 30 to 12. Again, they try to get it in quickly, but they end up getting trapped, throwing it off a foot and out of bounds. It'll still be Loomis basketball. You can't really throw it over the top because of that Mullen height. Our postseason basketball brought to you by Mary Landing Healthcare, your care, our inspiration. Inbound to Shepper. She gets around to the defender, then outlet pass into the front court to Hermanson. They'll drive to the hoop. Crandall short jumper, no good. Rebound brought down by Brooke McCauley, her third. And she'll outlet it here to Licking. Pushes it up the right side, and the ball took a funny hop, so a travel will be called here on Mullen, their third turnover of the basketball game. A huge part here in these seats to success for Loomis is to break that press because when they're doing it, they're getting numbers. If they can keep doing it, Mullen will probably pull it off. Crandall underneath the Hermanson. She'll lay it off the glass and in. That's her second bucket of the quarter. She has both buckets here in the quarter. Moore bumps into Billiter, and Billiter is going to be called for the foul. Kind of the two stars of the team out here around half court. And now they both have two fouls with 5.49 to go in the second quarter, and it's 30-14. to 14. Mullen with the lead, looking for their 17th straight win for the fifth-ranked Broncos, the fourth seed. Centennial girls do defeat Sutton in overtime, 49-46. Moore's going to dribble some clock out here midcourt, so Swoboda comes out and takes it back to Sam. She'll drive, dump it inside. They thought she was going to shoot it. McCauley was boxing out, and the ball just went right over her head and out of bounds. Turnover for the Broncos. Back in is Hannah Marshall. Here in the Carney Towing and Repair broadcast booth at Brady, bringing you tonight's District Girls Basketball doubleheader. Carney Towing is on the road, bringing your vehicle home. Don't get stranded on the side of the road. From heavy duty towing to roadside assistance, call Carney Towing and Repair. And Loomis on the inbound again throws it away. There's one thing about turning it over against pressure, there's another 
about that first pass being batted away. And that is the 12th turnover of the game for Loomis, then a foul to compound it from Hannah Stewart. And free throws coming up. The first one is good for Shelby Welsh. Coming up at half, the Ravenna Sanitation halftime report. We're still a ways away. Mullen has 31 points, and we have five and a half minutes to go in the second quarter. Second free throw. Too strong, no good. And Schemper will pull down the rebound. Sam, as they clear it out, will push it up with the right hand. Dribble on the right wing. Goes by Sobota. Wants to go all the way in. Does miss the layup. Then a foul. Trying to get it back. Samantha Moore with the rebound. All the things you can't do. Kind of where Loomis is right now. Can't turn it over right away. Can't give up offensive boards. Can't miss layups. It's all combining here, unfortunately, in this first half for Loomis. The foul on Shepard is her first. And a one-and-one for Sam Moore. Moore will put the front end of the one-and-one up too strong. And then Loomis almost lost it, fighting each other for it. Rebound, Hannah Stewart. Outlet pass, Crandall. She'll go all the way. She's not afraid. Lays it up off contact and good. First bucket of the ball game for Georgia Crandall. 31-16 Mullen. Five minutes to go. Second quarter. We have almost as many points here. Mullen will probably surpass what South Platte had in the whole game. That was 39-31 over Shelton. In the corner, a three-pointer for Licking. That one is no good. Rebound on the offensive glass. Knocked away and pulled down by Stewart. She's fouled. Shelby Welsh had it for a moment, but Loomis wouldn't give up on it. And the fifth foul of the half here on the Mullen Broncos will be the first foul on Shelby Welsh. And Mullen has pulled their pressure back. Didn't press this time on the inbound, so Billiter will bring it up. She'll work to the left side. Lexi with just one bucket so far in the ball game. Gives it off on the wing to Schemper. Schemper crossover, dribbling off her foot, and it went out of bounds. Substitution time here. Mullen will bring McCauley and Coble back into the ball game. On the floor right now for Loomis. Hermison along with Hannah Stewart, Billiter, Schemper, Crandall. These are the original five. There's only been the one sub in the basketball game. That was Brooklyn Weiss earlier. Coach Billiter knows that he's got to pretty much stay with this. They're in the 2-3 zone as Moore brings it across the timeline, then just pulls up and buries a three. She just walked it up slowly. Nobody came out on her, and she'll knock down the three-pointer. And then another steal in the backcourt, pulled down by Moore. To the other end, the layup too strong. Ball kicked her out on the floor, grabbed there by Marshall. Hannah picks it up. Swing pass over to Moore. Tipped away. Hermanson still got over to Moore. Now she's lost her dribble and throws it up top to Lindy Coble. Lindy over on the right wing. Mullen's got to settle it down right now. And we're going to get a timeout here by Mullen. Actually, Coach Sobota saw the same thing we did. This timeout brought to you by ENT Physicians of Carney, taking care of you since 1994. Located where you need us, specializing in you. 3.45 to go, first half. Mullen 34, Loomis 16. This broadcast is made possible in part and proudly sponsored by Billiter Trucking and Billiter Farms of Loomis. We appreciate all the hard work and dedication of our area athletes, coaches, and parents. You work hard every day to be the best you can be. Teamwork is key in everything you do in and out of the game. Billiter Trucking and Billiter Farms, a very proud supporter of all the area teams. Best of luck and go Loomis Wolves. A surprise score for you at the half. 
The 16 seed Winnebago leads number one Malcolm, and that is the C1 one district, 26-19 at the half. And remember, we're at winner go home now. There is no wild card. Those are used to get into these district finals. So number one on the ropes, but still a whole half to go. Mullen basketball now, leading at 34-16. Looking it up between the circles is Moore. Schemper on her. Still that 2-3 zone. Get it down to the low block. Ball poked away and out of bounds by Hannah Stewart as they tried the entry pass to Hannah Marshall. And Licking will throw it in here for Mullen. Doug Duda with you on KKPR-FM. Carney, Loomis, Bertrand, and PlatteRiverPreps.com. Three-pointer in the corner, Licking. Right side this time, no good. And an offensive rebound, followed by a Loomis foul. At the line, Lindy Coble. That's her first board. She'll shoot her first free throw, looking for her first point of the game. Jersey Hermanson with her first foul. And the first of two on the way, and it is good. Postseason basketball on Power 99, brought to you by Landmark Implement, the leading John Deere dealer across the plains of Nebraska and Kansas. Experience the landmark difference at LandmarkIMP.com. Second free throw for Coble is also good. Mullen getting to the line a lot, and they are making a lot. 36-16, the largest lead of the ball game, up by 20. Billiter backs her way into the high post, wraps the basketball around to Schemper. It's tipped away. It's out of bounds off of Loomis. 15 first-half turnovers here for the Wolves. And Mullen just kind of doing what they need to do. They're playing very well. Loomis, the underdogs, giving it all they can. Entry pass knocked away by Hannah Stewart. So Mullen turns it over for the fourth time in the quarter. Billiter outlet pass. Skips it into the left wing to Hermison. Back up top from Stewart. A 22-footer. Good. (laughs) Hannah Stewart has made a couple from beyond WNBA range. And she now has eight. It's 36-19 Mullen. And Sam Moore again slowly walks the ball into the front court. Last time she shot a three, so this time the guards and Crandall and Schemper will come out and make sure she doesn't do that again. She'll spin it over on the left side to Licking. Try to backdoor lob. It's underthrown, and Schemper will steal it away. Back-to-back turnovers. Outlet pass Crandall, and Crandall dropped it, and Mullen gets it right back. Boy, Loomis just hasn't been able to execute those long outlet passes time and time again. Free throw line, one dribble, the jumper is up and in by Brooke McCauley. That'll be her first bucket of the ball game. Knocks it down from the right elbow. Two minutes to go in the first half. 38 points on the board for Mullen. They have doubled up. Loomis. Billiter dribbles it 30 feet away from the hoop. Stands there. McCauley out on her, gives it to Crandall. Back up to Schemfer. Schemfer puts it on the floor. Room in the lane. Puts the runner off the square, and it rattles home. Nice drive by Sam Schemfer. That'll be her second bucket of the basketball game. 38-21. She had a three back in the first quarter. And Moore takes some time into the right-hand corner to Coble. Back up top, Moore. Swing it over to Licking. Three out, two in here. Three around the perimeter and two posts. They get it to the high post to Hannah Marshall. Down on the low block is McCauley. Licking up top to Moore, 25 feet away from the hoop. High post, McCauley. Spins and then doesn't pay attention. Almost got tied up into the corner. Licking her three-pointer is good. Kylie Licking with her first three-pointer of the ball game. She now has 10 points. And it is 41-21. A minute to go in the half. 
Billiter, coast to coast, got fouled from behind, and that might be the third on Sam Moore. Nope. They're going to call it instead on Hannah Marshall. Her first two free throws coming up for Lexi Billiter. She missed a pair. Earlier this quarter, this is the only the second trip as a team to the line for Loomis. The free throw is good. 22 points. Lexi Billiter, of course, a 1,000-point clubber. Got that earlier this year. Pretty amazing for the injury that kept her out during her career. Brooklyn Weiss is going to come in and give Hermanson a breather with 55 seconds to go before halftime. Gothenburg and Lincoln Lutheran, 7-7 at the end of one. Second free throw, spins around, no good. Rebound brought down by Licking, her third. Across the timeline, Moore, and they're going to get it over and back. Moore caught the ball about six inches into the front court and had no choice because there was two Loomis defenders. She was going to travel, so she threw it backwards, and that's it over and back in the ballgame. Chloe Anderson for Loomis, and she wasn't in very long. She comes back out for Georgia Crandall. 49 seconds here in the first half. Loomis down 41-22 to against Mullen. Ranked fifth, the fourth seed. Rolls with it between the circles. Stutter dribble over here on the right wing with it is Schempfer. Loomis got to this point by beating Bertrand and SEM in the sub-districts, and we get a hand check foul called on Mullen. So a one-and-one coming up here for the Wolves. Kylie Licking with her second. And at the line will be Sam Schempfer for the first time. Checking into the ball game again will be Chloe Anderson. And checking out with three fouls, Hannah Stewart don't want to pick up a cheap one here in the final seconds of the first half. So the front end of the one-and-one here for Schempfer is up and in. Sam now with six points. Our high school basketball brought to you in part by Husker Power Products, your full-service irrigation headquarters in Hastings and Sutton. Second free throw now on the way, and it's too strong. Rebound to Taylor Soboda, her team high fifth. Quick outlet, Schempfer knocks it away, gets the steal. Anderson grabs it in the front court. Seven turnovers in the quarter for Mullen, and they've still scored 18 points. Billiter hustles it up. They give her some room, doesn't take the three yet. McCauley on her, looking for a screen. Now she's doubled over to Schempfer with 12. She'll drive left baseline, almost traveled, kicks it back out to Weiss. Billiter with eight, sees the clock. Looks for the screen, rolls to the right elbow, looks for the back cut. Now Loomis is in trouble. Billiter can't even get a shot away, and that is the end of the first half of play. Great defense there by the Broncos. And Mullen, despite those seven turnovers in the second quarter, played a heck of a first half. In fact, I think if you would have asked Derek Billiter, 23 at the half, you're on pace for that 46-50, to he'd have taken that. But Mullen is lighting it up. It is the Broncos 41, the Wolves 23. The Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report is next on Power 99 and PlatteRiverPreps.com. 37 Ag and Holdridge proudly sponsors this broadcast. At 37 Ag, we strive to use cutting-edge technology and management practices to feed and fuel a growing population for the next generation. 37 Ag owner Blake Johnson and family would like to wish the Lewis High School athletes good luck in this competition. 36 high schools in our coverage area region each have a page on PlatteRiverPreps.com with schedules, interviews, broadcasts, and links to feature stories. When you bookmark PlatteRiverPreps.com, you'll connect with the place that is true to our schools. PlatteRiverPreps.com, powered by Platte River Radio. 
Landmark's annual planter clinic is going virtual. Videos are live on Landmark's YouTube channel with virtual Ask the Landmark Expert sessions scheduled for March 2nd and 4th for those who have additional questions. These Zoom sessions will offer expansive equipment and technology training on different models of John Deere planters and technology from our parts, CTS, and technicians. Sign up at landmarkimp.com backslash events for Landmark's Ask the Expert sessions March 2nd and 4th and experience the Landmark difference. In this moment, who has your back? Do you know the name of your insurance agent? Does your insurance agent know your name? Or would you call an 800 number that connects you with who? Another state? Another country? Instead, contact Barney Insurance, your local independent agent with auto owners insurance. Barney Insurance, trusted people who you can call when bad stuff happens. In this moment, get an agent who will protect you in that moment. Barney Insurance, now at the corner of Avenue N and 56th Street in Kearney. Also Holdridge, Lexington, and Lincoln. BarneyInsurance.net. A new year means new opportunities, and many of our producers are seeing that come to life as the 2021 calf crop hits the ground. We know how essential these winter months are for your herd. From distillers' grains, tubs, and cubes, we have the right supplement for your operation. Don't forget our extensive lineup of equipment we offer from Sioux, Powder River, Gallagher, and perhaps our hottest item right now, our Polydome calf warmers. Reach out to your local Aurora Cooperative Animal Nutrition Rep today for all of your winter needs. Aurora Cooperative, tougher together. And we are back here at Brady. A big thank you to Andy's even the entire crew here for their hospitality. Going to be back here tomorrow for the boys' game. We're going to talk with Drew Billiter, the head coach of the Wolves, in just a second. But we remind you, this is the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report. Your treasures are treasures serving Buffalo County for business or residential service. Ravenna Sanitation is your trash collection connection. Find them in your local yellow pages at the half. The Mullen girls leading Loomis 41-23. to this is the kind of offense you want to see tomorrow, Coach. Yeah, I'd kind of like to see a little up and down scoring like this, and um, I think it's you're probably going to see an up and down game tomorrow with a lot of scoring. Potter Dix is such a short turnaround as the coach, the AD. You're trying to find a spot. You're trying to yep. find a play, a time. You like to play on Saturday. You played on Saturday last year. Talk about just that choice. Well, uh, we were kind of out of options, honestly, uh, because they had district speech on Monday, so they had to go Saturday, which is fine. Uh, we started looking for options, and, you know, everybody in the state's trying to find that middle ground. And uh, we looked at Maxwell. We looked at North Platte. We looked at uh, Hershey, and everyone was full. So uh, we're going to come here to Brady, which is good. It's a nice facility. Uh, we've played here before. So uh, we're excited for it, and uh, I think it should be a good matchup. I'm sure you've went back and, and watched the tape and the film from last night. What did you see? Uh, what happened after you got the big lead that allowed SEM back in the game? Well, I thought we got a little complacent. We tried to play not to lose instead of, you know, being aggressive. And, um, you know, they, they, you know, wanted it really bad, and they attacked us, and we, um, we just kind of got complacent on that offense. And then, you know, as soon as they got the lead, you know, then we kind of, you know, start playing a little bit better defense, and then we started, you know, getting back into the game. But, you know, it was just a momentum deal. You know, sometimes for a young team like Sumner, when they get some momentum, they are talented, um, they can play well. We, it was just on the defensive end, honestly, and then we got scared to take shots. We got nervous to, you know, not to lose type of deal. And, you know, we talked to the kids, and we said, this is an easy fix. You know, stay aggressive. You know, don't worry about mistakes. Try, you know, we got to play to win, not to, not to lose. Tell us what you know about Potter Dix. Obviously, the, the, the old 
farther west you go, the least uh, that you're supposed to be good. You, you'll dispute that because you're pretty far west with Loomis. Yes. Uh, you're going farther west uh, with Potter Dix tomorrow. Uh, they have a really good um, – got three good kids that can score the basketball. They're, they're tall. They're lengthy. Uh, they're athletic. Uh, they are 18-4. Um, you know, they, they got a kid that can score 23 and 11 rebounds a game. That's pretty good no matter who you're playing for competition. So uh, it's a good matchup for us. Um, I think we match up well. Um, I think our guards um, – are going to show them that we can play really good defense. I don't know if they've seen the type of defense that we're going to show them tomorrow. Um, and, I, I mean, I hope so. I mean, if they if they can score against our guards, then they're pretty good. Um, but I hope to try and make it an up-and-down game. And um, my guess is uh, we play good defense, we rebound the ball, and uh, we attack the basket. I think we're going to be okay. I've seen the things that you do well when you win. You hit the three, you get layups, you force turnovers, you get layups. What are, is there one common thing in the close games or even the losses that uh, need to get fixed uh, if you want to win tomorrow and make a little bit of a run in Lincoln? You know, anytime you go to Lincoln and you want to win there, you have to do about three things. You have to play great defense. You have to rebound. Don't turn the ball over. Make your free throws. That's four things, actually. But you just do those little small things. And I've learned that over, you know, my, my first year we went down to state. You know, it's all about, you know, trying to score a bunch of points. And, you know, you're trying to run, you know, set plays and all this type of stuff. It comes down to very fundamental things. Just play great defense rebound the ball, you know, make them shoot contested shots, and then try and get to the free throw line and make all your bunnies. All right, the game tomorrow at 3 o'clock against Potter Dix right here on Power 99, followed by Amherst and Chase County at 6. Coach Drew Billiter, good luck tomorrow, man. Yep, thank you. Appreciate it, Doug. Head coach of your Loomis Wolves here at halftime of the girls game. Mullen leads at 41-23, and we'll look at the numbers next. 37 Ag and Holdridge proudly sponsors this broadcast. At 37 Ag, we strive to use cutting-edge technology and management practices to feed and fuel a growing population for the next generation. 37 Ag owner Blake Johnson and family would like to wish the Lewis High School athletes good luck in this competition. Some of the region's best athletes become B&B Carpet Athletes of the Month. Nominate new honorees or see all the previous athletes of the month at PlatteRiverPreps.com. That's PlatteRiverPreps.com. We never forget a great effort. Powered by Platte River Radio. Landmark's annual planter clinic is going virtual. Videos are live on Landmark's YouTube channel with virtual Ask the Landmark Expert sessions scheduled for March 2nd and 4th for those who have additional questions. These Zoom sessions will offer expansive equipment and technology training on different models of John Deere planters and technology from our parts, CTS, and technicians. Sign up at landmarkimp.com backslash events for Landmark's Ask the Expert sessions March 2nd and 4th and experience the Landmark difference. Doug Duda back with you here on the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report. The Pleasanton girls at the end of the third lead Dundee County Stratton 47-23. to And Broken Bow and SCOTUS, this was 18-18 at the half. It's now 21-19 Broken Bow after three quarters of play. SCOTUS controlling the tempo. For Loomis, Georgia Crandall, two points, three rebounds. Lexi Billiter, three points, one rebound. Sam Schemper, six points, two rebounds. Jersey Hermanson, four points. Hannah Stewart leads the way with eight points, two rebounds, and a block. Ten points in the first quarter, 13 in the second. At the half, 23 points, eight rebounds, two of six at the free throw line. They are three of four from three-point land. One block, 16 turnovers, three fouls on Stewart, two on Crandall and Billiter. For Mullen, Shelby Welsh, four points and a block. 
A rebound for Hannah Marshall. Lindy Coble, two points and a rebound. Sam Moore leads the way with 13 points, three rebounds. Kylie Licking, 10 points, three rebounds. Taylor Swoboda, 10 points all in the first quarter. Five rebounds and a block. And Brooke McCulley, three rebounds. 23 points in the first quarter, 18 in the second. At the half, 41 points, 16 rebounds, 11 of 14 at the free throw line, 6 of 13 from three-point land, two blocks, eight turnovers, two fouls apiece on Moore and Licking. And Mullen leads it 41-23. And you've been listening to the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report on Power 99. The second half is next. Whether you're talking sports or farming, one thing is the same. You need power. Look Husker Power products for propane, natural gas, and diesel irrigation engines customized to your needs. When you require irrigation power, parts, or timely service, think Husker Power products, your provider of GM-powered natural gas, and LP high-efficiency irrigation engine, and fuel-efficient Isuzu diesel engines. Call 402-463-1531 for Husker Power products of Hastings, your full-service irrigation engine headquarters. Now, also located in Sutton. Mother Nature always has a way of delivering a few surprises. That's why your Nutrient Ag Solutions retailer is always standing by. Formerly serving you as crop production services, we're the same faces you've relied on for years, but now more capable than ever, no matter what comes your way. Delivering access to the resources of the world's largest ag retailer with local growing guidance and expertise. We're more than an unwavering partner. We're the first choice in the field to help you get the most out of yours. Mullen will get the ball to start the third quarter here on Power 99, and Loomis is really coming out aggressive on him, trying to force some errant passes. More for three. Sam is over everything that time, so a rebound offensively for Brooke McCulley because Loomis had position and it just sailed over everybody's head. We've had two or three of those for the Broncos. Another score update for you. It is Wood River 49, South Loop 22 at the end of the third. Halftime, Lincoln Lutheran 18, Gothenburg 9. Moore from 14, rattles it all the way down and out. No good. Stewart with the rebound. Outlet pass, two on one. They let Moore fly by, and the layup is good from Lexi Billiter on the assist from Sam Shepard. And a good start there for Loomis, 41-25. Maybe they can get Mullen in a little bit of foul trouble as Licking comes in, hits the front of the rim, offensive putback, no good. McCauley, offensive putback, no good. Welsh, she's fouled. Our seeds to success, we talked about it earlier, brought to you by your Impact Ag Partners, Craig Weeches and Todd Travis. Three main things, even Coach Builder talked about what you got to do at State, but Loomis has got to do better on the boards. They have got to do better on the boards, and that's the third foul on Lexi Billiter. 14 free throws is a lot to attempt in the first half, and that's what Mullen had made 11 of them compared to two of six for Loomis. The first free throw was no good by Welsh. The second one's no good. Oh, over the back. Loomis got a a Mullen got away with it over the back. It comes out to Swoboda. Her shot no good. It does go out of bounds, and Loomis will get it, so... In the end, there's at the end of three, Malcolm now leads Winnebago 34-33. That's the 116 matchup in C1. Billiter triple teamed the pass up front, three on one for Loomis. Schemper gives it off to Hermanson. The left hand layup is good. Six points for Jersey. Boy, it looks so simple when you execute it correctly. They're actually putting three players on Lexi Billiter in the backcourt. If she can just get 10 feet up the floor, they can do it every time. And now an entry pass down low to McCulley is going to be picked off and thrown right back away by Loomis. Turnaround jumper Swoboda is no good, and then a foul on Loomis. So many times Loomis has done something good and has gotten nothing out of it. 
foul on Jersey Hermanson, her second. And it'll be Mullenball underneath their own hoop. Into the left-hand corner, licking for three. It's no good. The rebound brought down by Jersey Hermanson. Needs some help. Goes back to Stewart. Hannah to midcourt. There's Schempfer. Sam brings it to the top of the key. Going to go all the way and then has it knocked away from behind by Swoboda. It's going to roll out of bounds off of Taylor. Nice little swipe at it there by Taylor. And we're going to get a timeout here by Mullen. Not exactly a great start. They haven't scored yet either. So with 5.58 to go here in the third quarter, our timeout brought to you by ENT Physicians of Kearney. It is Mullen 41 and Loomis 27. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back into the game of life. With several locations in Kearney and surrounding areas. Ask your doctor how Family Physical Therapy can improve your quality of life. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, excellence in rehabilitation, is a very proud supporter of all of our area athletes in and out of the game. Locations serving Kearney, Lexington, Minden, Ravana, and Wood River. And we are back. And we are Loomis with the basketball. They throw it over the top of the zone. It's picked off by Sam Moore and just both hands to the top of his head from Coach Billiter. Again, he sees his team is battling so hard, but these turnovers, offensive boards are given up. They'll spread the floor against the zone. Sam Moore for three, and it's good. A chance to cut it to 12 or 11, and instead now it's 17. And those are the things that keep great teams like Mullen from allowing leads to be given up in a hurry. Schempfer pushes it up. Swoboda is too bodied up on her, and she'll be called for her second foul. That is the first of the half. Baseline here for Hermanson to throw it in. 5.25, a lot of time left. Loomis will get it out of the right wing to Hannah Stewart. Pass inside, deflected away. Turnover number 19 of the ball game. Outlet pass to Kylie Licking, and she can't find the handle. Pick back up there by Loomis, and dribbling right into the double team. Hermanson, they get out of there. Outlet pass up to Billiter, two on two. Lexi bounce pass to Crandall, layup good. Second bucket of the ball game for Crandall, 44-29 Mullen. Five minutes to go. Winner heads to state. Loser season over. Mullen 23-2. Winners of 16 in a row. Loomis 14-11. 8-3 in their last 11 games. More with a three-pointer. No good. Another offensive rebound. Welsh kicks it out to Licking. Throws back over the top to Moore. Up top, Swoboda for the three. It's no good. Rebound comes down to Loomis again. And Josie, Jersey Hermanson, excuse me, Jersey, comes out of there with a the basketball to Billiter. Billiter, five points is all she's been able to manage. They've really looked at her. Into Schempfer, runs into a double team in the paint, kicks it back to her, and her over-the-back foul going to be called here on Taylor Soboda. Her third and the team's second. Both of them on her here in the third quarter. And coming into the ballgame now for the Broncos will be Hannah Marshall and Lindy Coble. Loomis trying to find a way to score off the inbound here. Hermanson waiting, lobs it back corner to Billiter, off the screen, powers it into the paint, got fouled, and the shot can't get to the rim. She got grabbed hard enough. And to the line, Lexi Billiter, but she's just one of four at the charity stripe. First foul of the game on Lindy Coble. And Billiter now to put the first of the two free throws 
on the way, and it's good. 44-30. Coach Pillar comes over to the scores table, probably checking on the amount of timeouts and who has what for fouls. Second free throw by Billiter. Off the iron, no good. Rebound brought down by Hannah Marshall. So right now, Mullen has made 11 free throws to just three for Loomis. Get five more of those, you got a game. Keep away time, Sam Moore, top of the circle, into McCauley. McCauley, a foot in the paint, kicks it back out of the wing to Moore. Starts to drive, keeps it outside. Good defense by Crandall. Loomis is giving them all they can. Skip pass over the top, right-hand corner to Coble, into the double team, and a foul called. And, ooh, we might have an injury here for Loomis. Sheffer's going to get up, but she got crossed over. She kind of got hit in the jaw. And she's going to be called for her second personal foul. She's going, if I committed the foul, why am I the one that feels so rotten right now? Mullen ball underneath their own hoop. Into Moore. She's going to try and get it back to her for a screen. Three in the corner. That one is no good. Rebound. Tipped into the hands. of Loomis and the outlet pass is thrown away. It just won't stop. It's almost uncanny. You can't take it back. You can't say anything, but Loomis has just had way too many of those unforced errors. UNK Volleyball sweeping Central Oklahoma tonight, 25-13, so they improved to 4-1. and one. Sam Moore swings it back over on the left side of the key. Here's Kylie Licking to the free throw line. Back to Moore, has room. Give and go, McCauley, 8-footer. Didn't even get above the rim, but Moore gets the rebound, puts it back up and in. Five in the quarter and a game-high 18 for Samantha Moore. And it's 46-30. Here's Stewart from way downtown. Got it. Her third three, timeout, Coach Billiter. Coach Billiter told me that he told Stewart, if you've got it from three, shoot it. If you can hit seven or eight, that's a chance for us to be in this game. 3.04 to go in the third quarter. Mullen 46, Loomis 33. This timeout brought to you by ENT Positions of Kearney. About 90 years before the seeds for the trees that produced the lumber that they sell were even planted, Mead Lumber was born in Nebraska. So now when you have the seed of an idea for a new building project from concept to design, delivery to installation, Mead Lumber in Kearney has a team of professionals to assist you with every phase of your project and service that you'd expect from a neighbor. Stop by Mead Lumber at 1440 West 56th Street to get started. Log on to MeadLumber.com. Mead Lumber in Kearney proudly supports all area athletes. Mullins' largest lead, 20. It's been down to 13 a couple of times. Last time it was at 13. Moore buried a three-pointer. Only five points here in the first five minutes of this third quarter for Mullins, so the pace is slowed down. Samantha Moore walks it up here. Now there's another deep three. Almost did it again. Rebound brought down. By Hannah Stewart, needs some help. Long outlet pass into the front court. Schemper ball fake, got more in the air. Moore blocked it, and then they're going to call a foul. Or are they not going to call it on Sam Moore? Moore was the only one in the area. They're not calling it on Sam Moore. They're not going to call it on Moore. She didn't think she fouled. And now there's going to be a discussion as who the foul is on. Nonetheless... Free throws here for Sam Schimpfer. She's one of two at the line. And 
And they call the foul on Lindy Coble. Her second. First of two free throws good by Sam Sheffer. She's got seven points. 46-34, Mullen. They have forced Loomis into some quick decisions that have come back to haunt them. Second free throw good, but they're hanging right in there. They always seem to have a run in them. 46-35, this is as close as they've been since the end of the first quarter when it was 23-10. Moore has it picked off, and Sheffer is uncontested to the other end. The layup is good, and it's a single-digit ball game. And there's some life back in the legs of the Lady Wolves. 46-37, 2.20 to go, third quarter. Moore lobs it into the right-hand corner to Coble. Knocked out of her hands, back to Moore. To the right elbow, they'll get it to McCauley. You can hear the crowd for Loomis. Coble, overload on the right side. Pass is knocked away again. Crandall has it. Crandall to the other end. She's fouled. The shot won't go. She'll get two free throws. Kylie licking with her third personal foul. Those free throws so important. It's now Georgia Crandall's turn. She has not been to the line. She has four points. A 14-5 run so far in the quarter for Loomis. Two free throws. The first one, no good. Back in now, Swoboda, who's been such a figurehead tonight for Mullen. All 10 of her points were in the first quarter, but she's doing other things good. And then Shelby Welsh comes back in. And so the original five back on the floor for Mullen. Crandall's second free throw, no good. Missed them both. And then the rebound comes down to Shelby Welsh, who gets it to Swoboda. So Swoboda pushes it up the floor. This is usually where Mullen knocks something down. Moore fakes the three, traveled with the basketball. Reverse layup is good. She did that shuffle step on the fake three and got away with it that time. 48-37 as Schemper brings it into the front court. So Mullen just did what it seems like they always do, find a way to score. Billiter backs in on the double team, needs some help, goes out to Stewart. Back into Billiter, off her hand, it deflects to Crandall, though, so no turnover to Schemper. Schemper right side of the key, bounce pass into traffic. We're going to get the ball knocked away, still loose. And are we going to get a jump? Yes, and the ball belongs to Loomis. Loomis throwing to a spot, not a person. And that's how that got knocked around a lot. So Loomis gets it underneath their own hoop. So Loomis played well enough here to get us excited again. Now can they keep it going? Hands on the short, starting to get tired. Crandall to throw it in here. They could use a three. Or Billiter. Get it into Lexi. She's doubled. Almost stole it away. Licking. Powers it into the paint. Throws it up. Draws the foul. But now she's got to make the free throws. Two of six. The foul on Brooke McCulley will be her first of the ball game. That's six fouls here in the third quarter on Mullins. So every foul the rest of the way. Free throws for Loomis. But they've got to make them. Lexi Billiter's first free throw is on the way. It is all net. Four in the quarter, seven in the game, 48-38, Mullen. A minute 16 to go in the third. Broken Bow beats Columbus Scotus tonight, 31-21. Second free throw good. Pleasanton heads back to state. They down Dundee County Stratton, 68-35. to 48-39, a minute 10 to go here in the third quarter. Licking with it, skips it all the way into the left-hand corner over that zone to Moore. Inside, McCauley's open, and she got grabbed on the way up. Two free throws for Brooke McCauley. She has one bucket, 
That was on an offensive putback. No, I guess it wasn't. It was on a little jumper from the wing. And a monster upset tonight. Number one in C1 goes down. Winnebago, the 16 seed, upsets Malcolm 51 to 49. Winnebago over number one Malcolm tonight, 51-49 in C1 action. First free throw no good for McCauley. Second free throw is good. So it can happen to anybody. 49-39, Loomis breaks the press, and then they throw it into the concession stand. So they've done a good job of taking care of the ball here the last three minutes, but that's still their fifth turnover of the quarter, their 21st of the ball game. Don't forget to nominate your favorite student-athlete for our Platte River Preps Athlete of the Month. Brought to you by B&B Carpet of Donovan, Lexi Billiter, and Quinn Johnson were the first players from the same school to do that earlier this year. Just got a few days left in February. So check it out, PlatteRiverPreps.com, brought to you by B&B Carpet. More top of the circle, guarded by Crandall. 40 seconds to go in the third and a 10-point lead for Mullen. It was as many as 20. Swoboda, she'll take a long three-pointer. It rolls off the rim, no good. Ball grabbed by Hannah Stewart. She's got four boards here in the quarter, and Mullen is just one of eight from three-point land here in the third. Billiter down the middle of the floor. She's going to draw contact. That's a block. What happened was there were three Mullen Broncos. She ran over Swoboda, but the foul occurred before she ran over Swoboda. It was a reach-in on Brooke McCauley. It would have been a charge, but Billiter was fouled before the block charge contact. And let's see if they go one-and-one or two. Yes, see, it's one-and-one, so it was before the shot. Lexi, front end of the one-and-one, no good. Rebound grabbed by Brooke McCauley, her sixth, and now the last shot for Mullen. Samantha Moore trying to avoid the double team. Handles it even if they do. Knocked away by Crandall off of her leg and out of bounds. Turnover Mullen. Fifth of the quarter and 13th of the ball game. Ten seconds left here for the Loomis Wolves. Can they get it to single digits? Trying to get it into Billiter. She's covered. She grabs it. Working on McCauley. She crosses midcourt with five seconds. She's going to have to take a long three. Can she even get the shot away? Yeah, but it's contested and it's no good. So we're at the end of the third quarter of play, and the 18-point deficit at halftime is down to 10, but it's still Mullen 49, Loomis 39. You're listening to the girls' D24 District Championship game on Power 99 and PlatteRiverPreps.com. 37 Ag and Holdridge proudly sponsors this broadcast. At 37 Ag, we strive to use cutting-edge technology and management practices to feed and fuel a growing population for the next generation. 37 Ag owner Blake Johnson and family would like to wish the Lewis High School athletes good luck in this competition. Some of the region's best athletes become B&B Carpet Athletes of the Month. Nominate new honorees or see all the previous athletes of the month at PlatteRiverPreps.com. That's PlatteRiverPreps.com. We never forget a great effort. Powered by Platte River Radio. Great Western Bank in Kearney is a proud supporter of all area athletes and would like to wish them good luck in their competition. Great Western Bank, making life great. Our focus is on relationship-based consumer business and agribusiness banking, offering personal checking, banking on the go, mortgage, savings accounts, money management, and much more. Find out which account is right for you at 2121st Avenue in Kearney. Great Western Bank, making life great. Good luck, athletes. High School Basketball brought to you by Nutrient Ag Solutions for innovative technologies, local expertise, 
and service to help you lead the field this season and beyond. Mullen will get the ball to start the fourth quarter of play. Leading it here inside to McCauley. The left-hand jumper rolls off the rim. No good. Georgia Crandall with the rebound. 49-39 Mullen. Outlet pass to Hermanson into the left-hand corner. Has used her dribble. She's trapped. And they're going to use a timeout. Loomis now has two remaining. 7.36 remaining in the basketball game. 49-39 Mullen. We'll be right back. The Big Rack Shack is a one-stop shop for all your storage needs. Stop by their 15,000-square-foot showroom at 3210 Antelope Avenue in Kearney. From heavy-duty pallet racks to lightweight garage shelving, they have a wide variety of industrial-quality shelving that will last a lifetime. With the Midwest's largest selection of heavy-duty steel storage cabinets, workbenches, carts, vices, and more, you can find them on the web at BigRackShack.com or give them a call at 308-234-4464. A final score for you tonight. Wood River is headed to state with a 62-43 win over South Loop. So congratulations to the ladies for picking that one up. Earlier tonight, here South Platte was a winner, 39-31 over Shelton. Ravenna was beaten 47-40 by Nebraska City Lords. St. Cecilia, 30-24 over Columbus Scotus. 7.36 remaining in the game. Samantha Moore had seven of the eight points last quarter for Mullen. She's got 20. Licking and Swoboda have 10. 10 for Sam Schemfer, 11 for Hannah Stewart, 8 for Lexi Billiter, who has the ball here for Loomis. Out to Stewart, wanted that backdoor cut. It was open, didn't get it there. Over to Schemfer. Schemfer starts to drive on more, kicks it out and throws it away. Turnover number 22 in the ball game for Loomis. Mullen has 13. Mullen has forced some, and then just by being Mullen, they forced some kind of feeling that pressure. Moore brings it across the timeline. They're 7 of 21 from three-point land after going 1 of 8 last quarter. Here's a jumper by Swoboda from 10, and she'll knock it down. Taylor Swoboda with her first bucket since the first quarter. Fast break the other way. Over the head of Crandall. Turned over. Foul called on Loomis. And this is the thing that has happened time and time again here, unfortunately, for the Lady Wolves. They try to get going too fast. The pass doesn't hook up. Turnover compounded by a foul. The third on Hermanson. It is the fifth of the half. Loomis is already in the bonus on the other end. It is Lincoln Lutheran leading Gothenburg 23-14 at the end of the third. Some low-scoring games. This one not one of them. 51-39. Moore to the high post. Welsh into the left corner. Licking for three. It's short. No good. Rebound brought down by Swoboda, her seventh, and a tie-up. The arrow points the way of Loomis. So once again, good defense. Right now, if you're Mullen, I don't know how many more three-pointers you want to be casting up. You're up by 12. Against the pressure, Billiter takes the long pass up to Crandall, one-on-one with Welsh to the trailer, and a foul called on McCulley will send Hermanson to the line to shoot two. Brooke McCulley with her third personal foul. She has three. Soboda has three. Licking has three. For Loomis, Stewart and Hermanson have three. So does Lexi Billiter. Here's two more free throws for Hermanson, her first trip to the line. And the sophomore puts it up and in. Seven points now for Jersey. At the end of the ball game, the New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery postgame show. Final stats, score updates. Don't forget, we've got a boys doubleheader tomorrow here on Power 99. Hermanson's second free throw, no good. 
And the rebound brought down by Licking is her fourth. They'll run it up the floor. More underneath McCulley's there. The layup missed it, though, and Billiter grabs the rebound. Lexi looks up the floor, nothing but Mullen jersey, so she'll bring it across the timeline. Again, Loomis Potterdix tomorrow at 3 here on Power 99 from Brady. Then from McCook, Amherst will take on Chase County at 6. Stewart, long range 3. That one won't go, and then it goes over the backboard, hits the support, and out of bounds. She's hit three threes. They're four of six now as a team. They haven't got that many up. A couple of them been from about 24 feet, too. 51-40, backcourt zone pressure. Lob it over the top here and over the back, over and back on Shelby Welsh. Welsh caught it just across the timeline and then pivoted and put her foot down in the backcourt. So there was an unforced turnover on Mullen. But Loomis has got to start making them pay. They're going to be running out of time. They've had chances to get this thing even closer. They have held Mullen to just 10 points in the half as Crandall drives, and she is fouled. One official had it out of bounds. One official had a foul, and that means a one-and-one here for Georgia Crandall. Missed a couple last quarter. It's the fourth foul on Kylie Licking of the Broncos, the ninth team foul. 7 of 15, currently 8 of 17 as a team. Free throw up, good. So Crandall will get another one. 51-41 Mullen, keeping it interesting after the Broncos were up by 20 early in the third quarter. Loomis has gotten as close as 9. They can do it again here. It's been a battle. Both coaches, hands on hips, trying to figure out who can finish over the last 550? And the second free throw, no good, but an offensive rebound by Schimpfer. Out top, Billiter thought about a bomb. Now bounce pass to the high post, Hermanson. Swings it over to Crandall. Back up, Billiter, three-pointer, partially blocked. They wanted a foul, but McCauley's going to get credit for the block. And here comes Swoboda, two on two. Crandall on her. The pass knocked away. Schimpfer out of bounds. Schimpfer filled the lane, but couldn't throw it back into her teammates. Just denied the entry pass. Sam Moore to take it out for Mullen. Into the right-hand corner. They're trying to set her up for a three. They do this a lot. This time, Billiter fights through it. Moore takes a baseline jumper from 12. No good. She actually might have been behind the backboard. Rebound to Schimpfer. Schimpfer to the other end. Left-hand layup is good. And it is an eight-point game. This is as close as the Loomis Wolves have been since the first quarter. Can Moore take it over now? 51-43. Bounce pass knocked away. Out of bounds. Off Mullen. The defensive turnover by Hermanson. Hermanson got in there. Knocked it off the leg of Lindy Coble, who had no chance. And now some backcourt pressure being put on by Mullen. Loomis down eight. Schemper in the backcourt. Does an ankle breaker, throws it around to Crandall. Up ahead, there's a layup, and it is no good by Hermanson. Rebound pulled down by Welsh. Mullen's starting to panic, and you can hear it in their crowd. The layup could have cut it to six, though. 4.45 to go, 51-43 Mullen. They were up 41-23 at the half. Still a 2-3 zone extended here. Mullen takes a little air out of the ball into the corner. Sobota drives the baseline, got the defender in the air, hit the shot anyway. Sobota, the only two buckets here in the fourth quarter for Mullen. 53-43, Schemfer being fouled in the backcourt. There's no call. Still picked up Billiter. 
Now they've got a two-on-one up to Crandall. Bounce pass again to Hermanson. Back to Billiter. Lays it up. Missed the layup. Oh, man. And now a foul on Loomis. And the Loomis fans are wanting some fouls. Mullen fans are wanting some fouls. And Loomis has just not been able. I mean, they got to be playing perfect to come back from 20. And some of the chances just aren't going. And we are going to get a timeout here by Mullen. They will still have two remaining. The foul was the third on Georgia Crandall. So with 4-13 remaining in the ballgame, it's exciting, but it's still not really close. Mullen 53, Loomis 43. This timeout brought to you by ENT Physicians. Oh, I can't believe it. Are you kidding me? Out here in the middle of nowhere, Mom and Bramps will kill me. What's that, girl? Call Carney Towing and Repair, because they'll get us home from anywhere. But I don't have their number. 308-236-9951. Thanks, girl. 24-hour towing, certified repair. No matter why, no matter where. 308-236-9951. Experience matters. ENT Physicians of Kearney and Family Hearing Center has physicians who are devoted to the medical and surgical treatment of ear, nose, throat, head, and neck disorders in adults and children. See Dr. Conley, Dr. Johnson, and Dr. Blake at Kearney ENT and see why experience matters to them. Their main office is located in Kearney. However, they are where you are. With six satellite locations located throughout central Nebraska, they provide the highest quality care to everyone. ENT Physicians of Kearney and Family Hearing Center, specializing in you. Doug Duda back with you here on Power 99 and the World Wide Web at PlatteRiverPreps.com. We are back after a Mullen timeout. They're facing pressure, and Moore throws it over the top here to Shelby Welsh. They lead Loomis 53-43, four minutes to go in the game. Moore between the circles against the 2-3 high post McCauley. Swoboda for three, but it's no good. Rebound offensive. McCauley's got her seventh, and the ball knocked away by Billiter, but she's out of bounds. Still Mullen basketball. When we're done, the New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery postgame show. Here on KKPR-FM, Carney, Loomis, Oxford, and the World Wide Web, PlatteRiverPreps.com. More off of the screen, going to be called for a travel. Mullen has turned it over 17 times themselves, but the more astonishing number is that they were able to score 41 points in the first half, and they have only 12 here in the second half. But Loomis only won field goal in the fourth quarter. Billiter up ahead, two on one. Hermanson underneath to Crandall. Back to Billiter. Steps through the double team and scores. It's an eight-point game. Ten points now for Lexi Billiter. 53-45, three and a half remaining. Swoboda pushes it up with the left hand. Somebody's got to stop her. She goes to McCauley and back to Swoboda. Moore, left wing, three-pointer. Don't need it, doesn't take it. Back up to Sobota, using a little clock. High post McCauley, back to Moore. She'll take the three-pointer. She'll hit it. 23 points for Sam Moore. That is her fifth three-pointer of the ball game. And then Moore steals it away in the backcourt. 4-3, no good. Offensive rebound, back up and a foul. Coble will go to the line. And that little 15 seconds might be enough to secure this win for Mullen. The fourth foul on Sam Schimpfer. And two free throws for Coble. She's two of two for her only two points. And the first one is too strong, no good. You can tell the fatigue starting to wear. Everybody grabbing their shorts, going down to a crouch at half court. But Samantha Moore trying to 
hold her team together here. Taylor Swoboda, a couple of shots in the fourth quarter that have been key. Second free throw on the way. Lane violation on Loomis. She missed the free throw, and Loomis stepped into the lane. So another opportunity here for Sam Schempfer. Loomis just 14-11, and 11, playing a great second half against 23-2 and two Mullen. Much better in the second half of the season, especially the last month. Second free throw, of course, is good. So Coble takes advantage of getting the extra chance, and that'll make it 57-45, the lead back up to 12. Here comes Hannah Marshall and licking back in the ball game. 2-3 zone now, going to force some tough three-point shots. Loomis has time. They've got to realize they can still go inside. Crandall to Stewart, lobs it backside and throws it out of bounds. Turnover number 25. And the reality now setting in. Loomis made a nice run, but couldn't get enough going here in the fourth quarter. They got it to eight. Now it's back to 12. More in the backcourt. Able to avoid some of the pressure. 235 backs it out. She wants to pull them out into a man-to-man here. At least come out and guard her. Right elbow. McCauley takes the jumper. They're not shy to keep shooting. It's no good. Rebound by Billiter. Lexi up the floor, and Sam Moore picks it off again. Doesn't have numbers, doesn't need to hustle it down the floor, so she pulls it up. 2.15 remaining in the game. Nice move by Swoboda. Wraparound kicked by Loomis and out of bounds for Hannah Stewart. Lexi Billiter, Sam Schemper, Caitlin Walls, the three seniors on this Loomis team, but they will be graduating two of their top players. Still got a lot of talent coming back. They just kind of keep hanging in that same spot. Inbound to Sobota for three. It's an air ball. Not the shot you want. Rebound, Billiter. Outlet pass, Crandall. She's going to go in for the layup and score. And a timeout by Loomis. They will have one timeout remaining. Mullen's got to be smart. You don't chuck it in and shoot a three off an inbound when you're up a dozen with two minutes to go. And that's what they did, and it cost them two minutes to go in the ball game. This timeout brought to you by ENT Physicians of Kearney. 57-47, Mullen leading Loomis. South Central Diesel of Holdridge has over 100 years of diesel fuel injection experience and has been putting customer relationships first since 1971. They are factory authorized to repair all types of diesel fuel injection systems and have a full-service drive-in repair facility to repair your diesel Ford, Chevy, or Dodge pickup. SCD's factory trained technicians are committed to providing the best service to their customers. Stop by 115 South East Avenue in Holdridge for all your diesel pickup repairs, pumps and injectors, diesel performance parts, and turbochargers. Or call them. Buzz's Marine knows that boat buying may not be on the top of your mind right now. But if you want to take advantage of in-stock incentives, first pick on their 2021 inventory, or want to special order your new boat and have it ready for spring, stop into Buzz's Marine and shop the full lineup of Tigas and exclusive StarCraft deck boats. They also have great buys on fishing boats and pontoons. The biggest selection from the east to the west coast. Find out more online at buzzesmarine.com. Buzz's Marine, South Central Avenue, Kearney. Our postseason basketball brought to you by Husker Power Products, your full-service irrigation headquarters in Hastings and Sutton. Full-court pressure. Mullen gets it in. Svoboda. Svoboda hustles it up the right sideline, loses Crandall, dumps it over to McCauley. Back out front, 10-point lead, a minute 50 to go. Svoboda holds the ball, looks for a ball screen, picks her dribble up and finds Licking. They want more to have it, and she does. Billiter gives her some room, a minute 40 to go. Moore working on Billiter, gets a ball screen, brings it into the paint, dumps it underneath, under throws, ball's batted away and stolen away. Steal is made by Hermanson. 
Hermanson gets it up to Crandall. Numbers aren't there. Georgia will stop. Kick it back out. Here's Schimpfer for a big three. And it is good. It bounced off the rim three times and went. Schimpfer now with 15. It's a seven-point game. Fast break the other way. A layup is up and in for McCauley. Loomis not wasting any time. Up the billeter, 22-footer. Good on that timeout. Loomis, no. They don't take the timeout. Billiter cuts it to six with a minute to go. It's more fouled in the backcourt. Jersey Hermanson with her fourth foul, eighth team foul. It'll be a one and one. I have Loomis six of eight from three-point land. They just don't have enough of them up. And fouling out of the basketball game, I guess, will be Hermanson. They say that's her fifth. So Jersey finishes with seven points, two rebounds, fouls out with 53 seconds to go. And at the line, Sam Moore to shoot the one and one. The first one is up. It is good. 24 game-high points for the future Loper. 60 to 53, 54 seconds remaining. Moore takes a little extra time. Fires it up, and it's in and out, no good. Rebound brought down by Stewart, her seventh, and the outlet pass is picked off. Mullen now just wants to play keep away. 27 turnovers for Loomis, and Mullen is playing keep away. Loomis got a foul, almost stolen away, but a foul will be called on Georgia Crandall, her fourth. All the what-ifs tonight for Loomis. Mullen is so good, and Loomis has hung with them. After being down 20, they got it to six. Mullen has only won one tournament game in Lincoln, and that was last year in the opening round. They avenged the loss the year before to BDS. Free throw is no good by Taylor Sobota. Rebound by Crandall. Outlet pass gets it into the front court to Schemper. Tries to throw up an off-balance three. Does. It's no good. Rebound brought down to Sam Moore. Moore trying to avoid the defenders, and then they just reach out and foul her. Billiter with her fourth. 25 seconds remaining, and that will put Mullen in the double bonus. 41 in the first half, 19 in the second half for Mullen. But it's going to be just enough. They built that big enough lead and held on. First of two free throws for Moore is good. 25th point for Sam. The new S postgame show coming up. Our postseason basketball brought to you by Landmark Implement, the leading John Deere dealer across the plains of Nebraska and Kansas. Landmarkimp.com. Second free throw is also good for Moore. One more chance here for Loomis. 25 seconds to go. The lead now nine. Billiter brings it across the timeline, gets the screen from Weiss. Contested three. Almost banked it in. It's no good. Ball is going to go out of bounds. It'll belong to Mullen with 15 seconds to go. So this one's over, and uh, Loomis will end the year at 14-12. and 12. Mullen, their 17th straight win to go to 24-2 and two and into the state tournament, most likely as a four-seed, and Lexi Billiter decided she wanted to foul out. I think there was a little frustration between her and Moore throughout the second half, and Lexi Billiter, the senior, has fouled out of her final basketball game. 13 points. Four rebounds, 10 seconds remaining. And Moore will get a chance to add to her point total here tonight. 
Checking in will be the lone senior on the bench in Caitlin Walls. A valiant effort, just too big of a hole to dig out of tonight for Loomis. Free throw more, no good. Unfortunately, I know Coach Billiter thinks a lot of it was self-inflicted. Now Coach Billiter wants to clear the bench if this free throw goes in. Let's see if Moore will oblige, and she will. 63-53, getting a chance to play here. Sabrina Schempfer also checking in Olivia Madsen, Torin Donaldson, and to throw it in, Carly Stewart, of course, Wall stayed in there. So maybe one of our backups can hit a shot here at the buzzer. Final 10 seconds coming up. Stewart gives it off. Here's a 25-footer that's off the mark. No good. And this basketball game is over. And Mullen, who played almost flawlessly in the first half, didn't have as much luck in the second half, but they didn't need it. Mullen, 63. Loomis, 53. Back with the coach's interview. Final stats, score updates, and a whole lot more. Stay with us here on KKPR-FM, Carney, Loomis, Odessa, and the World Wide Web at PlatteRiverPreps.com. This is Bob from B&B Carpet and Donovan. So you've been thinking of new flooring but have no idea what you want or need. Let me introduce you to our family with over 50 years combined experience. Russ, Mandy, Donna, and my son Josh. Please come in to see us at B&B and we will do our best to help you choose your new flooring. B&B Carpet and Donovan where our customers say, that's where we always go. At your friendly Friesen Ford, they know life can be busy, so they have your best interest in mind by providing a quick, easy car buying experience. When looking for a new or pre-owned vehicle, Friesen Ford makes it easy for you by offering financing options, pending credit approval, a great selection of vehicles, as well as a friendly sales team that works with you to find a vehicle that will fit your needs and your budget. See the selection today just off I-80 in Aurora or online at FriesenFord.com. For sales, service, parts, trust your friendly Friesen Ford team. Downey Drilling in Lexington is a proud supporter of all the area athletes. Downey Drilling designs and installs complete water well systems for all your water well needs. We drill wells for agriculture, municipal, commercial, domestic, residential, and geothermal loop fields. From the well drilling to the pump installation and service, Downey Drilling Incorporated is your complete water well provider that takes pride in providing outstanding service to all its customers. Online at downeydrilling.com. Have you ever seen a rusty fish? That question illustrates the point that the same way scales protect a fish from his environment, the bullet spray on bed liners from the dent popper protect your pickup bed. No rust, no dents, no scratches, no chemical corrosion. So your truck has a longer work life and holds its value longer, reduces load slippage. And here's a bonus, it quiets the ride. See the dent popper north of Railroad on 1st, on the Bricks, downtown Kearney, and get a free estimate for a bullet spray on bed liner. Guaranteed for as long as you own your truck. And welcome back to Brady. Again, a big thank you to Andy Seaman, the athletic director, Marty, the entire crew here for their hospitality. A doubleheader today. Unfortunately, our listening area's teams both came out on the short end. South Platte 39-31 over Shelton. And here, Mullen over Loomis, 63-53. We will be back tomorrow at 3 o'clock for the Loomis boys game against Potter Dix. That's also here in Brady on Power 99. And then we will follow that up with the Amherst-Chase County game. And we will have that for you here on Power 99 
that from McCook at 6 o'clock. Then on Monday, St. Paul will take on Loganview Scribner Schneider here on Power 99. We will also be bringing you Kennesaw Burwell on the Breeze 94.5, Carney Catholic Central City on ESPN Tri-Cities, and then on 1230 AM KHAS Adam Central and Ashland Greenwood. This is the New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery postgame show. Certified and fellowship trained physicians providing a superior standard of care with no referral necessary. No matter the activity, New West is here to get you back to it. Schedule your appointment today. Let's go ahead and run down the final numbers that I had in the basketball game. First off, for the Lady Wolves, Georgia Crandall, 7 points, 5 rebounds. Lexi Billiter, 13 points, 4 rebounds. Sam Schemper was the leading scorer tonight. Schemper had 15 points and 4 rebounds. Jersey Hermanson, 7 points, 2 rebounds. And Hannah Stewart, 11 points, 7 rebounds. All 53 points coming from the five starters, although that's not overly unusual. 23 points in the first half, 30 in the second half. Loomis with 53 points. And I'm going to tell you, Coach... Derek Billiter would have taken that. If you said you're going to get 53 tonight, he'd have loved his chances. 53 points, 22 rebounds, 9 out of 19 at the free throw line, 6 of 10 from three-point land. They missed a couple late just trying to throw them up there. One block shot, but one of the big numbers, 27 turnovers tonight for Loomis. The Wolves will end their season at 14-12 and 12 and say goodbye to seniors Lexi Billiter, the 1,000-point career scorer, Sam Shemper, and Caitlin Walls. For the Mullen Broncos, most of the points went to their five starters, but they did have six players score. Shelby Welsh, four points, four rebounds, and a block. Hannah Marshall, two rebounds. Lindsey Coble hit three free throws, three points, three rebounds. Kylie Licking, ten points, four rebounds. Taylor Soboda had ten points in the first quarter, finished with 14 points, seven rebounds, and a block. Brooke McCulley, Five points, a game-high eight rebounds and a block, and Samantha Moore, 27 points and five rebounds. Mullen was up 41-23 at the half. They were held to 22 points in the second half, and the Broncos finished with 63 points, 33 rebounds, 17 out of 27 from the free throw line, eight of 26 from three-point land. They were six of 13 in the first half, two of 13 in the second half, three block shots, and 18 turnovers, but Mullen heads to state with a record of 24-2 with a 63-53 win over Loomis. Both teams made it to state last year. Both teams were beaten by Fall City's Sacred Heart. It's just that it happened to Loomis in the first round, and it happened to Mullen in the consolation game. They lost in 08 to Chambers. They lost in 15 to Stewart. They lost to BDS by a bucket in 2019. Beat BDS in the first round 60-54 last year and then fell to Humphrey St. Francis in the semifinals and lost the third-place game to Falls City Sacred Heart. If the seeds would happen to hold, Mullen would be the four, and Exeter Milligan would be the five. That would be their first-round matchup at the Girls' State Basketball Tournament. That's if all the seeds would hold out, and that doesn't necessarily happen, uh, although... Since they went to this format, it kind of has. But we did have a number one go down tonight. C1 number one Malcolm upset by Winnebago. We'll come back with more scores and hopefully a chance to chat with Coach Billiter after this on the New West postgame show. 
It's seafood season at Amigos. The popular fish and shrimp tacos are back and on special. Two for just $5.49. There's jumbo shrimp baskets, fish and chips, and even a seafood enchilada. Talk about variety. And don't forget the crowd-pleasing crisp crab rangoon burrito. The amazing flavor of crab rangoon rolled in a golden crisp tortilla just made to dunk in our sweet chili sauce. What a catch. Seafood at Amigos. Your local Pioneer team is with you from the word go during harvest season and every season. They have the latest performance data to help select the right corn products for each of your acres next year. Results start with industry-leading genetics, but it all comes down to conducting thousands of local on-farm trials to uncover more insights and maximize yields. When it's go time, work with your local Pioneer team to make the most of every acre with Pioneer brand corn products. Pioneer, with you from the word go. See Impact Seed. Builders knows that you would rather spend time enjoying your home than constantly repairing it. That's why we offer only the highest quality products from the best known suppliers like Pella Windows and DeWalt Power Tools. We also know that price matters and that's why we back everything with a guaranteed price match. If you find the exact same item somewhere else, we'll match it. It's not a gimmick or a ploy, it's just our way of making sure our customers get the best products at the best prices. At Builders and Kearney and Grand Island. State basketball action on Power 99 is brought to you in part by Husker Power Products, Landmark Implement, Mary Lanning Healthcare, and Nutrient Ag Solutions. Arlington CC defeats Summerlin tonight, 36-30. Ponca over Cross County. Syracuse edged O'Neill by four. Lincoln Lutheran, the only game going, is leading Gothenburg with just under three minutes to go, 28-19. Archbishop Bergen beats Southern, BRLD over North Central, 54-42. Broken Bow beats SCOTUS, 31-21. Chambers-Wheeler Central over SEM, 50-35. Centennial beats Sutton in overtime, 49-46. Crofton rolled Freeman. One of the big games of the night, Winnebago upsets the number one seed in C1 Milford by two. Grand Island Central Catholic, the two seed, wins 38-30. Fall City Sacred Heart over Lawrence Nelson. Exeter Milligan beat Nebraska Christian 48-39. St. Cecilia over Bishop Newman 30-26. Lord Central Catholic over Ravenna 47-40. Maywood Hayes Center over Diller Odell 47-39. Sterling beat Juanita Palisades 78-61. Earlier here, South Platte over Shelton 39-31. Humphrey St. Francis 81-16 over Garden County. Wood River beat South Loop. 62-43. Let me make sure that we didn't miss any of the other area scores here tonight. Central Catholic won. Broken Bow beat SCOTUS. St. Cecilia beat Bishop Newman. Wood River over South Loop. Lord Central over Ravenna. Sutton fell to Centennial in overtime. Pleasanton beat Dundee County Stratton, 69-35. Uh, BDS got by Anselmo Myrna, 42-36 tonight. In another area score. And that should take care of all of our area teams. Still waiting for Loomis coach Derek Billiter to get one more chance to chat here with the coach before we wrap things up. Don't forget Carney High hosting Elkhorn South Boys tomorrow at 5.30. Grand Island at Gretna. That game is at 2. Also tomorrow, Grand Island Northwest is in action. And... They will be on the road. Aurora is action as well in Class B. So got that going uh, on for you 
uh, as well. Doubleheader tomorrow, 3 o'clock, Loomis and Potterdix here at Brady. 6 o'clock for McCook, Amherst, and Chase County. Again, our four radio games on Monday here on Power 99. It will be uh, St. Paul as they are in action against Loganview Scribner-Schneider in Albion at 7 on the Breeze, 94.5. Kennesaw at Burwell at 7. On 12.30 a.m. KHAS, Adams Central, Ashland Greenwood at 6.30 from Centennial. Kearney Catholic will host Central City on ESPN 92.1 and 1460 a.m. Coach Billiter is making his way towards us. We'll talk to the coach after this final break on the New West postgame show. The Aurora Cooperative mobile app allows you to stay connected to your operation from anywhere. Download the app to see bids, live markets, view your invoices and statements, receive real-time scale tickets, sign contracts, receive work order notifications, pay your bill, and so much more, all from the palm of your hand. Customize your experience with this easy-to-use app and start connecting with Aurora Cooperative from wherever your farm is. Download the free Aurora Cooperative app from your phone's app store today. Contact Tracy Minky at 402-694-7682 for assistance. Cover together, we know your roots. Do you have a passion for athletics? Are you a former high school or college athlete looking for ways to stay involved? The Nebraska School Activities Association is asking you to grab a whistle. Officials are needed in every high school activity and are essential to the future of the game. Visit nsaahome.org for more information. Grab a whistle and contact the NSAA to get registered. Also want to wish the best of luck to the Mullen boys tomorrow. They're the number one seed in D2, although they're not the number one ranked team. They beat Loomis earlier this year. Mullen will play Hay Springs tomorrow afternoon in Valentine, and that tip-off is at 3 o'clock. So if you love Mullen sports, you're always traveling somewhere, regular season or postseason, but that one won't be too bad just uh, up the highway as they go to Valentine, so not too bad there. Again, the uh, girls' state basketball tournament, uh, gets underway on Tuesday. All the uh, Class A games and two Class B games will be held at uh, Pinnacle Bank Arena. That's what they're trying to do for uh, all of these uh, contests. And then uh, for the uh, girls on Wednesday, C2 is at Lincoln Southeast, D1 is at Lincoln Southwest, and Lincoln North Star is where Mullen will play in Class D2. So we'll see what the situation is there uh, for our area teams, and then that'll change up, of course, for the boys. The D1, D2, and C2 semifinals will be next Thursday, and then the uh, larger classes will be Friday at Pinnacle Bank Arena. Welcome back here to uh, Brady, and uh, again, we are joined by the head coach of the Loomis Wolves, Derek Billiter, and coach, uh, so many ranges of emotions, uh, obviously with Lexi, obviously with... A team you knew coming in, you were the big underdog, and it looked that way in the first half, and then the team battles back. They get this thing to six. Just so many things probably got to be going through your mind right now. Uh, what's yep. <laughs> what's the well, Before we break the game down, what's what's the one thing that, that kind of comes into your head? I still like our team, Doug. Um, I don't know how many people agree with me, but if that's the number four team in the state, and I believe that they are, we're right with them. We spotted them 18 in the first half. We couldn't make free throws. We couldn't make layups, unforced turnovers all night long. And we were still had a puncher's chance in that fit in the fourth quarter. Got it down to five or what did you say, five or six? I don't remember. But, um, gosh darn it, we just we just gave them so many tonight. And they're too good a team to do that to. 
they're just they are they're they're a legit good team and I still like our team um, love our seniors love all of the underclassmen um, tough loss I mean hats off to them that more girls legit they're gonna be a tough out down that state tournament they're good you're not deep to begin with how did that I mean you're trying to dig out of the hole you get it from 20 to about eight or nine on two or three occasions and they always seemed uh, Mullen to make a, a shot on you or something happened or one of those unforced turnovers or something like that. How much of it uh, was just kind of running out of gas, digging out of such a deep hole? Well, I think a lot of it's on me, Doug. Um, I screwed up. I thought our game plan to start with, I thought we could play a man. I really did. Um, I thought we matched up with them pretty well, and we got in foul trouble so early that we had to get back in a zone, and it kind of took us out of our rhythm. But like I said, hats off to our kids in the second half. They kept battling. You know, we got a few rebounds. We missed two or three layups down there, and then we got fouled and missed a few free throws and stuff that we don't characteristically do. Um, the second half of the season, you know, going back to that FKC tournament run we had and the last few games that we've had, we just, I don't know. And they are long. They're, you know, the Moore girl, the McCauley girl, um, the, oh, I forget what her name was. She's Sabota girl. The, well. Sabota, yeah. You know, they just, they're always raking on you. They're always had their hands in your passing lanes. And then in the second half, we kind of calmed down and we kind of got some set plays and we hit a few shots and we kind of got going on them. And it's just tough to spot a team 18 and come back or 20. Derek Billiter, head coach at Loomis. I know it sounded in my voice as I was calling the game. It's just like, here they come, mistake. Yep. Here they come, mistake. So kind of those things glare out there that there were 27 turnovers. Yep. There was a ton of offensive rebounds for Mullen. But something had to happen to get that game from 20 down to 8. It's more than probably just grit and determination. I mean, for a while there, Mullen only had 12 total points in the second half until they had to start making some free throws. Right. What changed? What was the discussion at halftime? Well, <clears throat> what we talked about is we had to get rotated around. When the Moore girl gets on the left side or she gets down in that corner, we had to bring some backside help on McCauley or their backside rebounders. And, and we still didn't do it perfect because – more still hit two or three threes right in our face, but we kind of took them out of their rhythm when we forced her baseline, and then she was coming back to the top, and that's what I think kind of threw them off a little bit. And, you know, we just made a few plays there, and we just, gosh darn it, we couldn't finish on them. And, boy, I don't know. We, Like you said, we, we, I agree with how you just described that. You know, on the sideline, I'm like, here we come, here we come. Okay, this is our run. We got it down to four. We got it or five or six or seven. You know, a three here and another steal here, and we got them, and we get our steal, and we miss the layup, and then we miss two free throws, and that's just how the ball bounces sometimes. That's a game of basketball, and somebody's got to win, somebody's got to lose, but, um, boy, I'm proud of our kids. Can't fault the effort. So. Yeah, it wasn't for lack of effort. And I mentioned, uh, you know, Caitlin comes off the bench as a spot player, and so you got two seniors in the starting lineup. Now they're going to be two pretty important seniors, but Lucas has kind of just kind of kept doing that over the years, and that's how it's kept you in the hunt as a D2 school in the yeah. FKC. Yep, nope, we've worked a lot. I told the kids in the locker room, you know, I told them, I said, we played in the last three or three in a row district finals, and uh, I told them we're going to have to piece this deal together again next year just like we did this year, and, and I think we got some youngsters that are bought in, and, and we'll spend a lot of time this summer. And it's, I told them in the locker room, I said, guys, this is a program. It's not just a one deal. I go, it's a program. It's, it's a process, and we got to buy into it through track. I told them we're going out for track, guys. We're going out for summer conditioning. You're going out for volleyball. We're going to be in shape for next year, and we're going to keep this thing going. So, 
All right, Derek, I don't think a lot of us are staying at the Motel 6 here in town, so we got to get home so we can come back and root on those boys tomorrow. I was going to say, we great gotta, finish to the season, bud. Seems like we spend as much time in Brady lately as we do in Loomis. So thank you guys for all your coverage. Great having you down here. We'll see you tomorrow. You bet. Thanks, bud. Thank you. That's the head coach of your Loomis Wolves in Derek Billiter. They come up just short tonight by a final score of 63-53. And that's going to wrap things up for our producer-engineer back at the studios, Cannon Rath, thanks for all the great work that he's doing. This is Doug Duda again here tonight. It was South Platte 39-31 over Shelton. Mullen 63-53 over Loomis. We're back here tomorrow at 3 for the Loomis boys against Potter Dix, followed at 6 by Amherst taking on Chase County in McCook. This is Doug Duda saying good night from Brady. The proceeding has been a Platte River Radio Classic Hits Power 99 Sports Production brought to you by Platte River Preps. To download this podcast or any of our podcasts, visit platteriverpreps.com.